What about Ariana's? Oh my gosh. I mean, like everyone else, I almost dropped dead when I saw that. I couldn't, I mean, she looked so, so good. Obviously, the phrase revenge dress has been used 10 million times now, but it was just so great. So good. Like, amazing. And to be able to sit down and look good in a dress like that is yes. borderline impossible. And Unfair. It. Yeah, I mean, good for her. Could not yeah, have come back better. Like, if you have to show up and be around people who have done that to you, that is definitely the best way to do it. Welcome to Cocktails and Gossip, the podcast where we drink cocktails, but you better believe we're going to spill the tea. We chat reality TV, celebrity blinds, and the hottest tea from bravoandcocktails.com. And as always, it's all alleged and just for fun. We do not verify our blinds. I'm B. And I'm Amanda. Let's get into this week's tea. What's up, cocktailers? Hey, cocktailers. We are so excited. We have a fun surprise today because you might have noticed B didn't say cocktailers and Amanda because we actually have a fun surprise guest today. So today we have Lauren from at Big Blonde Hair. That's at B-I-G-B-L-O-N-D-E-H-A-I-R on Instagram. She has a hit account. We know a lot of you guys follow her because we've been hearing in the DMs as we shared that we would have you on the pod. So she is the go-to in finding the fashions that we see on our favorite Bravo celebrities on Bravo. So welcome, Lauren. Hi, thank you so much for having me and for the great intro. It's so fun to be here. Yay. So Lauren, for those of for those of our cocktailers who aren't familiar, tell us about your account, about your blog, how you get started, what you do. Okay, so about 13 years ago, I had my first child and I was like, oh, do I have to start dressing like <laughs> like mom jeans when they weren't cool? What am I going to do? So I started a blog around then and I was kind of talking about fashion because that was my background. Then I was talking a little reality TV, Bachelor, that sort of thing. And one day I turned on the Real Housewives of Orange County and I was like, oh, those are moms and they're hot. So I started finding what they were wearing. And that was when it was just a blog. I grew it by selling like banner ads that I designed and paint to boutiques in New Jersey. It grew from there. And now we identify everything that all the Bravo loves are wearing. So when people want to know what, you know, Tamara Judge wore on last night's Real Housewives of Orange County, we provide the information on our website and all our social media accounts. I love that. And something that all of the followers told me when I posted you were coming on was they want to know how you find it so fast. You know, we have a lot of different ways that we search for things. I My background was fashion wholesale, so I knew a lot of the fashion marketing terms to plug into Google and find, which made things sound silly, but it made things easier at first. Then as you go, it's kind of like studying anything else. The more you look at it, you know where the women shop, you know what types of clothing they're wearing. So we do it that way. And then also we have pretty decent relationships with a lot of them. So they'll provide us with the information and everything from that to, you know, them tagging certain products that they're wearing. Uh, We have a lot of different ways that we do things to some things are harder than others, you know, but yeah, and we're just good at it. I think it's like anything else. I'm always like, I wish I was better at math or science. I, if I was this good at that, I'd be a doctor somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I was as good at that as gossip, I could be a doctor as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not. You know, it's funny when you say that. I kn- also know that a lot of boutiques, like there's a boutique that I love in South Florida called, and I don't want to say it wrong, Amare Soul. Okay. Pretty sure, and they have okay Amare Soul, yeah, and they I know work with like the Miami Housewives. So sometimes I'll see Dr. Nicole or Gertie post 
an outfit and they tag them. So I guess that's like another way that you, and then you start to follow those boutiques and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. And sometimes I love when they shop at like smaller boutiques and stuff like that, but sometimes it makes it harder for us to find. It's always easier for us when it's on a bigger site. So that's always really helpful. And it's always nice when they're loyal to local designers and stores, you know, it makes things harder for us, but I always, you know, have respect for the women that do that. Absolutely. So we would love to ask you a few questions. So we want to talk about, we know that you're a Bravo fan too. So have a fun question for you as far as like, what is your favorite housewife city, but favorite city just to watch, but then also favorite city for fashion. They do not have to be the same one. This is so hard because I feel like over the years I've grown to appreciate so many of them. I mean, I feel like it's a very generic answer, but Beverly Hills for fashion is normally my favorite and it's the audience's favorite. So it makes it more fun for us because it's when we get the most traffic and the most action. But I feel like Miami is just coming through with the fashion and the storylines now. So I also love Miami. Like they are bringing it in the storyline department and all the clothes, like the sexy Miami style and the fun colors. I've really gotten into that. I love that. What about like your favorite non-Housewife show, both for fashion as well as for to watch? Ooh, you know, I watch, I mean, I feel like I can't watch reality TV to relax. So I watch everything else to relax. I mean, I love <laughs> em, this Emily in Paris. I love, you know, it's so fun to watch for just, you know, kind of turn your brain off, watch the show. I love that. You know, even Selling Sunset on Netflix, it's hard for me to watch and not post on it. But I guess that is reality TV too. But I love that. I feel like I can appreciate all kinds of different things like succession. Now everybody is talking about like the quiet luxury trends. So I watch that now and think about it. So it's hard not to think about. And I feel like I appreciate a lot about a lot of different shows that I'm watching when it comes to fashion. Who do you think? Um, well, no, I'll, I'll ask this as a follow-up question. So just from like a style standpoint, like who are some of your favorites that you, you know, that you share on? So any Bravo celebrity? I mean, I feel like Dorit is always one that everybody is watching and is just, it's fun to see what she'll show up in. It's fun to see what Erica Jane will show up in. A lot of times, obviously, it's nothing that I can ever wear or afford. In, in, in Miami, I feel like Dr. Nicole Martin is wearing things that are a little more accessible and just a little more relatable, and she's doing it so well. So I really enjoy seeing what she's going to wear. and also. Kiki Barth in Miami is, I mean, she could not look bad in anything if she tried, but I feel like she really brings it in the fashion department. I feel like I could go around to every city. You know, I think in Orange County, Gina has really had a style upgrade and she's looking really, really good. So her looks have been fun for me to follow. She's kind of- Do you think she got a stylist? I, I don't know. I'm not saying this because I have any knowledge, but I have had that thought probably since the last BravoCon, just because I know how long it takes me to pick out outfits and I'm not even going anywhere important, you know? So I feel like- And you have an eye for it. Oh, I mean, I like to think so, but I I don't always know. But definitely, I think sometimes when you see a change like that, it is possible. They have gotten stylists, but again, I don't know 100%. I always remember Teddy. Remember when Teddy first came on and she was like, I'm not a stylista. I'm not a fashionista. Uh I don't know. And then we saw her become, and listen- I'm not knocking it because I myself had that experience. When I was in college, I studied in Florence and oh. I was never particularly fat. Yeah, it was so much fun. I was never particularly fashionable. And when I when I went there, all the girls that I ended up having an apartment with, Italy's known for fashion. So uh-huh. they all were very into fashion, into designer brands. And in Florence, there's a lot of outlets, right? So there's like a Gucci outlet, a Prada outlet. And we would go there and I found myself, when you're around people that are into it, it's Uh like anything else, you get into it. And certainly they influenced me until today. Like I think before then I basically wore things that made me look not fat and (laughs) basically were like colors I liked. And like Uh now I definitely have more of an eye because I was around a bunch of 
we were girls at the time, right? We were all 18, 19, women who were very into it and you learn to accessorize. So I, I think it's interesting that Teddy, and I wonder if she got a stylist or if it was just. She did. Uh, she talks about it, how oh, she okay. went through and upgraded everything. Cause she got a lot of flack, I guess, uh-huh. for her first season. I never remember it being that bad, but the way that she talks about it, I she must have gotten a lot of feedback about it because she went in and did like a big, a big upgrade. And she'll still say on her podcast, like, hey, I'm not, you know, I'm not only shopping at Neiman's, you know, like I'm definitely mixing stuff in, which I appreciate. And I wanted to actually, that was my other follow-up question for you, Lauren, is you brought up the word accessible and I was going to use the word approachable, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think you know, like it is so fun to to see a Dorit and an Erica Jane, right? Where it's like, okay, like they are doing full on like couture looks, mm-hmm. right? They have some, they have teams that are helping them. Although I think Dorit says that she doesn't. So maybe she doesn't, but Erica does. Yeah. Like who would you say is somebody like interesting and, you know, to the, the people who follow you, which of the Bravo liberties would you say are doing a lot of stuff that is in a more approachable, accessible, but very like fashionable kind of look. I think the first person that comes to mind is Tamara. Her, we're excited for her to be back on Orange County for, for multiple reasons, but people love her outfit. And you can find, I think she wore something this week from Vici. She'll wear stuff that costs under $100 and she is not afraid to talk about it and let everybody know. And I think, like you said, it's just so much, it's so fun to hear they're shopping somewhere that you can also shop, whether it's Zara or like a few, maybe a couple years ago or a year ago, Kyle Richards wore a tank top from Target and, you know, people were obsessed with it. It was $8. We sold so many of them. Not that that's Kyle's normal MO, but in terms of Beverly Hills, she will occasionally put on something more affordable relative <laughs> relative to the rest of them. But I think the first person I think of when you say that is Tamara. What about, what about um, Sutton speaking of couture? Yeah. Cause she gets like, she doesn't even get like the Louis Vuitton off the rack. Oh she gosh. gets like the couture couture, but it's so high fashion that it's almost over at least my head. Yes. I mean, I think for me at first, I didn't totally understand it because I'm not, I just was not, I mean, I'm, I, no offense to her, the cat sweater, I didn't didn't totally understand myself. Maybe I'm a dog person, maybe, but some of it, like you said, it's, people really are interested in it though. At the beginning, the first season, I was like, oh, I don't know if we're going to do the first season she was on. I'm like, I don't know if we're going to you know, report on that many of her outfits and we didn't. And then there was a demand for it. So I, it depends, I think, also on your personal style, what part of the country you're located in as to what interests you. But I do agree. It's, I mean, it's all expensive. And, you know, I don't think she's worn one thing that most of us can afford, <laughs> let alone on right. more than one occasion. Right. I think Emily, Emily comes to mind yes. to me. She does wear the spank pants a lot, which I'm not knocking because I know in the winter for me, if uh-huh. I'm like going out to dinner, it's just easy. You put on a pretty top and mm-hmm. you feel snatched and you're done. But she also has a lot of really nice, sexy outfits. And I think her body is more in line with with what the average American woman looks like. Although I've seen recent pictures of her and she's admitted to having work done and and also going on the Ozempic, which is obviously the big hot topic, topic now. But even still, she still has a more everyday Kirby. figure, I would yeah. say. Yes, and I love that. I wish we had more housewives that were more relatable like that. I think there's so much pressure on them about you know everything to do with their appearance. So I think... You know, it gets complicated with people, but I totally agree. Emily wears the cutest dresses, cute those Spanx leggings. I throw them on all the time too in the winter. And so do I. <laughs> I mean, and most of her stuff is quite affordable and very cute. And I absolutely also appreciate her fashion. Do you know who's um, now? I'm just thinking of people whose fashion I like, and I like to get your opinion. Do you know who, whenever she's at parties, and I always like Marge's dresses. One time, I actually saw she had a dress, and it was Love Shack Fancy. And I had never. Now, of course, I think it's more common; more people know about it. But I think she has a lot of like 
accessible looks. Obsessed. Like, I love her. Some of those dresses are a little more, I mean, she's spending, a lot of the brands she wears are like from Saks and Neiman. So more expensive, not as expensive as the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but not exactly on a budget. Occasionally she'll do Zara though. And she has some really cute finds from Zara, but I love how she kind of does the retro boho glam. I really am a big fan of what she wears too. I think a lot of the women in New Jersey have really stepped up their style. And like Dolores has found her style. Often her looks are more affordable too. She's kind of got that feminine, floral, romantic look that she goes for now. And I think it works perfectly for her too. I agree. So you're from New Jersey, right, Lauren? No, I'm originally from the Detroit area, then Chicago, and I just moved to Austin, Texas a couple of years ago. I don't know why I heard you say Jersey, because I was going to ask if you've been to Envy. No, you know, it's funny. What My really good friend just went out there to visit a relative, and she brought me back an Envy hat and Envy wine glass, and she said it was super cute. You know, I like a lot of the stuff that Melissa wears, and that's more affordable, too, um, that she gets from Envy. I'm a Melissa fan, so I think that she's got cute stuff from what I can see on their website, and when she wears things from there, I am also a fan I do think she can wear whatever she wants and look amazing, right. <laughs> but you know, for what it's worth, cute stuff. So who would you say that just from all of the, the followers and the, the readers of your blog, who, do, who would you say you get a lot of the most questions about? You know, this is so polarizing to people, but Kyle, and I don't know if it's because a lot of times it also has to do with their personality, I feel like. So the more people mm-hmm. like the housewife, the more requests we get. And I feel like Kyle is like generally a, most people like Kyle, right? I might be wrong. I'm not getting the same feedback. You're like, no. I think Kyle, I like Kyle personally. I think that Kyle has stood the test of time, yes. but I think that you said she's polarizing. I think that there are a lot of people who may not necessarily name her as a favorite, but she's definitely aspirational and, you know, even when she came on the show, they were clearly successful, but now they're- She's, I think she is like worth more at this point than Lisa Vanderpump because of the agency and everything else. So, yeah, I mean, clearly she can wear and buy whatever she wants. Yeah. And I just feel like there's a lot. I mean, I really like her. I feel like there's always a lot of interest in what she wears, but then it will post it and people will have, most people will love it. Some people will have the absolute opposite opinion. But I do think, in terms of interest because of the show that she's on and that occasionally there are things that are expensive, but people are like, oh, maybe I can buy this. Not like a Dorit where it's like, you know, vintage or something that you're never getting your hands on. So with Kyle, I think she's a big one for people just to be super interested in what she's wearing. Oh, Lauren, you'll appreciate this. And I don't know if this is a national brand. I feel like it is. But when I was in high school, there was a store called ABS, Already Been Seen. Have you heard of it? Yes, I have. I don't even know if it still exists. But And they had dresses that were on award shows, right? So I wore, I'm going to show my age here, the dress that Brandy wore to the Grammys the year that her and Monica won The Boy Is Mine. I love that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the red dress. But they had like all, it was it was such a cool store. And I hope these, that location is no longer open, but does that brand still exist? You know what? It's not what I was thinking it was when you said that. So I can't tell you, but that sounds amazing. I wish that, I, I hope it is still open. That's so cool. I have to look into that, but it was so cool. And I feel like that's something that obviously- the stars and the styles would change, but that's a, you know, like what do 16, 17 year old girls want? They want to look like their favorite pop star Uh or reality star or whatever. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. I love it. So, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, Sutton and Dorit and I can actually think it's actually hard for me to not be able to find a housewife who has done this trend, this very like labely label thing right? Like the big Balenciaga dress things, the Chanel logos, the LV logos, Louis Vuitton logo kind of stuff. Like, what do you think about that? Is it about just being like, look, I am wearing Chanel? Is it because it's part of the trend? Like, what are your thoughts on that? I just think like, I, you're right. I don't think anybody has escaped that. I do think, I don't know if it is because of the trend. I think it's more of a, 
status thing. I mean, I think if you're wearing a label, I'm guilty of I'm guilty of doing this too, probably from watching so many of these shows. But with logos on it, it's kind of like, oh, you know, I have this or whatever. So I do think, I don't know if it's going anywhere. I feel like at this point, the fun thing to do is try to figure out if it's real or not. Not that we ever spill on that, but <laughs> the real bad fashions. I don't know if you know that Instagram yeah, account, but like, I love that account because I'm like, we're not shady, but then I go, <laughs> can go look at that account. Yeah, I feel like it's something that's never going to go away with the Real Housewives in certain cities. That's for sure. And I think some of them do it well, like Dorit, actually, I think almost poked fun at it yeah. the time she showed up in that full on Louis Vuitton, like <laughs> raincoat, had to toe. I felt like that was almost like a kind of, I guess, sticking it to the trend, kind of making fun of the trend kind of look, which I very much appreciated from her. Yeah. And I feel like she's, and also like that is what we want from her, right? I mean, sometimes when she wears things that don't have labels all over them, I'm like, where's, where's Dorit? We need, we need to know exactly what she's wearing. But yes, I agree. And I think it also varies by brand. Like if you're in, you know, if she's, in something that says Chanel, maybe that's a little more fashionable than, you know, a head to toe Gucci sweatsuit, which she's done too, and is a great fashion memory for us. Yeah. Okay. So, so oh, sorry, oh, go you go, Amanda. Well, I was just going to say one other thing because, you know, we're, we've talked about some of our favorites, right? But who would you say is maybe underrated that doesn't come up or that we don't talk about as much that? kind of deserves a second look fashion wise. Hmm, let me think about that for a second. I think is it Giselle? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't see that much of a problem with Giselle. I think when your face looks like that, you can wear whatever you want. She is gorgeous. She is beautiful. She's I know people are so hard on her. And I think last season there wasn't anything that she wore that was super I terrible. I do think like speaking of Potomac, like Candace on The Real Housewives of Potomac, I think she pulls off some good looks and people don't talk about it quite as much. She's somebody that I think. And then, you know, like we were talking about Gina earlier, I think she's really had that glow up. I'm trying to think of who else. I feel like I look at all their stuff so much that somebody sent. So I, I posted a, a box this morning and asking for questions for you. And somebody, I just opened it up and someone actually said, where does Giselle shop and why is it still open. So I mean, <laughs> last season she was wearing stuff from Revolve and Saks and all the places that everybody else is shopping. So I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> they seem to be in business and doing well. So I do feel bad for Giselle, but I also have so much respect for the fact that she's like, this is me and I'm not listening to all this shade and I'm not going to go hire a stylist or do some crazy overhaul just because everybody else has something to say. You know who I was thinking about when that was the underrated thing? I think Crystal on yes. Beverly Hills has some beautiful things. And I think she dresses for her body really well. And ha like she'll do like she always keeps it classy, right? If mm -hmm. she's going to go on a shorter skirt, she's not having like a really revealing top. And I yeah. feel like she always just has like a really kind of classic, timeless look while still high fashion, which I always aspire to, right? Yeah. I think having, like, I'm not the type of person to like go for like a look, right? Like I just want to have like, you always want to look cute. And like mm -hmm. that, I kind of like her aesthetic that she's got this kind of just always very well put together and then has some fabulous bags yes. kind of look. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I feel like sometimes you kind of forget like lost in the Beverly Hills shuffle of everybody out there. But I totally agree with you on that. And I think you're right. She keeps it sophisticated and chic and she will wear more affordable clothing like she was wearing, you know, she'll wear like a nice crisp button down shirt. And one of the ones from a couple of seasons ago was from Brooks Brothers or, you know, she posted in a denim shirt dress and it was from Amazon. And, you know, obviously she's spending her money on those little <laughs> Birkin bags that look like, tiny, yeah, that look like <laughs> tiny little houses. Ugly leather pants. Yes. I liked those pants, but that, that's, I did too. I did. <laughs> but that's just me. I'm seeing those pants on a lot of people now, like over this last winter, uh -huh. 
a lot. I was seeing those pants a lot. She was ahead of her time. Maybe she yes. was the reason why everybody was wearing them. <laughs> they, they got their moment. But right. I do agree with Crystal. That is a very good take. Okay. Somebody asked, Bethany says she doesn't use a stylist. Do you think she needs one? <laughs> you know, when, I personally like Bethany's style. I always think she looks cute and put yeah, together. Me too. I totally agree. I think she does. I miss having her like her outfits on Real Housewives of New York. I think she does like the city look really well, like the all black and the leather. And then when they do vacations, she has great style when they always went on girls trip. So no, I don't think she needs one. I think she's doing the right things. And I miss her. Someone else that just came to mind is Tinsley. I always loved Tinsley's style because mm -hmm. it was like perfectly suited to her personality. I think she wore a lot of those Alice and Olivia dresses, mm -hmm. which again, aren't, ex I mean, they can be accessible. Like when they're on sale, yeah. they're not, you know, you can get one for like 250, 300, which it's a lot of money for an everyday dress. But I know like myself to my niece's communion party, like I would be willing to spend, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I, or my right. daughter's like a, an event, a, a friend's wedding. Like I might be able to spend a little more if I know I'm going to get a couple wears out of it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And although I love, there's some people whose style I love, but I feel like it doesn't fit me. And I think that Tinsley's one of those people, like the stuff looks so cute on her, but if I put it on, I'm kind of like, I look like a little girl yes. or I'm trying to be a little girl, but on her, it's like perfect. Yes. Yeah. It's very girly and feminine and cute. I mean, she Agreed. was, yes, I agree too. Same thing. Like that is so, I look ridiculous in a floral or ruffle anything, but loved her. I just felt like you said, like really good style. And she was so pop. She was another one. Like she maybe was one of the most popular people on the site in terms of what people wanted to see and get information on while she was on the show. Another one that I got a couple of questions about saying that they love her stuff and they want her fits is Tracy Tudor from Million Dollar Listing LA. I don't know if you watch that. Do you know who she is? I do. I've interviewed her. She is actually one of my favorites. We covered her style this season. We did not because we actually we had somebody out on maternity leave. And so a couple things had to go, a couple shows had to go. But yes, she, in terms of personal favorites for me, is one of my personal favorites. She's a great one. Okay, here's a question for you. And this is something I have always wondered. And I don't even know if you know the answer to this. But with a lot of the housewives, right, they'll wear something once they can't wear it again. Do you think they're borrowing stuff? Are they buying stuff and reselling it? Are they archiving? Like, how does this work when they're, they're just constantly having to have new stuff to be on TV? So I think it depends the housewife. I, you know, I think that they should be, if the brands knew what they were doing, I think that they should be gifted almost everything. And then I, cause it, I mean, we run a site off of it, obviously, but I think so, I mean, some people, not everyone, but people will do rent the runway, people will borrow things and sell it on the real real. Some people are gifted things. I think it just depends. I, I don't know specifics for all of them. But I do know like a lot of them are shopping for and buying their own stuff, which, you know, Adds up. It adds up. Yeah, I can't even imagine and figuring out that many looks to be on a TV show to for everybody to see what you're wearing. Like it's a lot. It's a lot. So I hope they're most of them are selling it and making the money back. I am a huge fan of Rent the Runway, by the way. Like there's been times in my life where there's been lots of parties and events or like work things, and I've just had the membership, and it's like you can always, you're not having to buy a new dress for every wedding or for every communion or for every, you know, I've party. almost done Rent the Runway like a thousand times. And I'm always like, ah, I don't know. Cause, but you can get the two sizes, right? You can get two sizes or you can get the member. What I do is I get the membership and I go on and off, but like I'll, and then I'll just like, if I'm going on a trip or if I'm going, you know, to a few weddings or a few, you know, parties or whatever, and I'll just get a couple of things and then the stuff that doesn't work, you can send it back and you can get new stuff. So Let it's not just it. like for a one-time event, um, which is what I like. I like it for that. 
so that you, or you can just like mix in too. Like you, maybe you're going, you know, to a wedding and you're, I don't know, whatever it is, like there's all different kinds of stuff and I'm a huge fan. Yeah. And now there are places that you can do it with high end designers. So some of the real housewives of Beverly Hills, Rinna and maybe Erica were renting a couple of the looks. Last I feel season. like Brenna even admitted that. Yeah, she, she did. did. Yeah. This is rented. Yeah, she can. So now are the, there are places where you can rent like super high end designer dresses, which may which really makes sense for them. Yes, like the archive. Yes, I mean, yes. <laughs> what do you think of she by Sheree? <laughs> I just wanted to work for her. I was so happy the fashion show went well, and then it just seems like. <laughs> seems like, you know, it's always something, but she is doing a good job wearing her own products on the show. Sometimes I feel like the housewives don't always take full advantage of doing things like that. So I feel like she's at least doing that this season. I think her only problem is the price point. Yeah. I think, I think that I personally, I love loungewear, especially because I live in New York. I, you know, it's winter, it's fall. I'm so into a cute sweatsuit to run to my kids' games on the weekends Mm -hmm. and stuff like that on a Friday night, lounge around. But you look at it and it's $200. And I'm not saying it's the same stuff that's on Amazon or Shein, but it looks similar enough that – you know what? I I just think if she priced it in like the $60 range for a cute sweatsuit, somebody like me would be like, oh, my God, I want to – and because I'm a fan of hers, I would want to give her the business, right? Totally. So – and I try if you're listening, which I'm sure you're not, just change the prices a little bit. Because if it is what Candy says it is, then you're still making a profit, babe. And she would make up for it in volume, probably. Like, you're right. If she lowered it, she would probably totally. sell a lot more. I always remember, I forget where I heard it, but somebody was like, People want, like J-Lo and Britney and Paris, when they had their perfume lines, they want to be at Walmart. They want to be in Walgreens. Mm-hmm. They want to be in those stores because thousands and thousands of people are buying. When you have a perfume in, you know, Neiman, such a small percentage of your audience is actually shopping there. Yeah, absolutely. Like I think somebody like uh, Marge that does her like cosmetic brushes and that sort of thing. She's willing to, I think they have them at Walmart. And I think that probably goes a lot better for her than, um, trying to sell somewhere more high end, like you said. Yeah. Like even like a Sephora. Well, I mean, I guess a Sephora once it gets bigger would always be good. Yeah. So because you're a big Bravo fan, do you know if you will or won't be heading to BravoCon in the fall? I know you have kids and the school year's in full swing. Yes, I have not gone before, which is crazy, but I feel like I might have to take out a second mortgage on my house based on the hotel prices because I didn't snag one right away. But yes, I'm planning on it. What about you ladies? We are, I, I don't, you know, so you know that I'm an anonymous, anonymous account. Oh, I yes. Really I did, I did say after the fact last year that I went, I didn't go to the first one. That's before I had my account and my mom was sick at the time. So I wasn't able to go, but if you can get there, it's definitely worth it. I'm like, I do recommend the SVIP because that gets you in like the little rooms with all of them without waiting online, which is super cool. Yeah, I've heard it's it's definitely worth it. So hopefully I can get my hands on it. But yes, that is the plan this year anyways. Love it. Yeah, okay. it's going to be like another level, I think, in Vegas. I can't even oh. imagine what it's going to be like, but very exciting. Amanda's going to make us dress as cocktail waitresses or showgirls or something. <laughs> she has some plan. I'm hoping that nobody is like, no, 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 who we are. <laughs> well, they will when they see two random Bravo fans walking around <laughs> cocktail waitresses. <laughs> now everyone knows. <laughs> carrying our shoes. I just have this image of us being like so tired from walking, just carrying our shoes and just walking. That's absolutely. I know. That's what I think of too. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm probably going to feel like I have to look cute the whole time and wear heels how is that gonna work I don't know how that's gonna work but you really do feel like that I can tell you from I only did one I did one full day and these Bravo people we all know they're good looking from television Uh but it's really true I don't I'm sure we've all like seen celebrities in person they're so much better looking in person it's like incredible it's terrifying So unfair. (laughs) I had my makeup and my hair done and I felt like a troll. I was like, imagine if I would have just come as I normally am. I wouldn't have been let in. (laughs) But we have to hear your thoughts on Scandival. 
Oh, because everybody has thoughts on Scandal. I mean, I think my thoughts are similar to everyone else. I'm so happy for Ariana that she's thriving. I think she's just such, always been such a nice person. Like I interviewed her back in the day. I mean, it's been so long when I first started the website, at least 10 years ago, she was so sweet. She's been so, she's just always been so sweet to us. If we want information on an outfit, she's just, you know, we'll always answer just such a down to earth person. And the idea that he would do that to her is just, I can't with him. He is like, well, speaking of fashion, what about Raquel mimicking Ariana's looks? Like that came out after. Oh my gosh. Um, various accounts, like, and a lot of my followers sent me, like, she was like wearing very similar outfits that Ariana had worn. Very creepy. Who do you get asked for from Vanderpump Rules? New people, old people, fired people? Stasi, I would guess, right? Yes. And we had taken a little pause on her, but I think I think she's been forgiven. I'm not sure exactly what the status is, but yeah, Stassi was always the favorite. Now Ariana and crazy, our most read post in June was Raquel's reunion look. I was like afraid to even post it on Instagram because I thought people would just go after us. Right. So we included it in the blog post or whatever, just because that's what we do. And that was what people read the most last month, which is so wild. So wild. I have to say that when I learned that it was a two-piece outfit, first of all, it was a beautiful outfit. And it was a two-piece outfit, which when she was sitting there and when she walked in, it looked like a dress. But then when we saw her change, it was a two-piece outfit. And I also think that like when you're 5'10", I would imagine, and you know, thin, you can wear anything. Yes. But I, that was, what about Ariana's? Oh my gosh. I mean, like everyone else, I almost dropped dead when I saw that. I couldn't, I mean, she looked so, so good. Obviously, the phrase revenge dress has been used 10 million times now, but it was just so great. So good. Like amazing. And to be able to sit down and look good in a dress like that is borderline impossible. And she nailed it. Yeah. I mean, good for her. Could not have come back better. Like if you have to show up and be around people who have done that to you, that is definitely the best way to do it. So a lot of us noticed that Raquel, Rochelle, as I happen to call her, (laughs) that she seemed to upgrade her, her looks, right? Like her, her fashion. Like, do you think that Tom Sandoval was helping dress her? Oh, I never even thought about that, but. I don't know. Based on his outfits, I'm not sure. It might have gone in the opposite direction if, if he was helping her. That's interesting, though. I feel like that maybe was not out of the question since there was so much weirdness going on behind the scenes, obviously. So much weirdness. That's and so now funny. we finally have the very anticipated announcement, which Jax has been teasing since, you know, he's become relevant again. <laughs> <laughs> The infamous Valley Village spinoff is in the works. We first heard about this from Stasi. So Stasi came out after she had been fired and Kristen had been fired and Jackson Brittany. And she told everybody, like, listen, we were supposed to do this Valley Village spinoff, but it never happened because we were let go. Now with Scandival, we know that, listen, it's a gravy train. Bravo is, everyone hates Raquel and Sandoval now. So I guess all is forgiven with, the ones that were fired, and they are, my source tells me, cameras up by the end of the month. Wow. I don't know that it's officially greenlit, but I would imagine that if Variety or whatever, you know, news outlet reported it, that I can't imagine Bravo. Why would Bravo not pick that up or Peacock? But what we're seeing is a lot of people are saying Stasi has to be on. What are you – I know in my DMs, my fans are very – not my fans. My followers are very split. You have, I would say, about 50% of Bravo fans who love Stasi and feel that people should move on. You have 50% who feel that she's the worst person and she should never be on television again. What do you guys think? Do you think that Valley Village without Stasi will be good? I mean – I just, what do they have? Like, I'm not sure, and I've read about it too. I'm just not sure. It's going to be other people too. So a follower sent me this girl. She looks like a pageant girl whose friends apparently with them in Valley Village. She just had a baby on Father's Day. She's going to be one of the cast. So it's not just the people we know. I guess it's some other 
hot couples and their babies, okay. you know, that kind of thing. I was never a Stasi fan, but I do get her draw. I do get why people like watching her. Yes. And I don't want to get dragged for this because I don't have a strong opinion either, but I have recently listened to her podcast again and she does sound like she's grown and is remorseful and has changed. But I think my thought on all the people going back to this, it's like Jackson, Brittany seem like they're doing well. She seems like she's doing well. Like why go back to a spot where, you know, you're back in all the drama. I mean, I guess I know that's the personality that goes on reality TV, but they just seem like so stable now. It's like, maybe just keep with that. You know what I mean? Well, financially, I think Stassi's fine with her books and her live show and her pod back. And she said she won't come back, but you know, Kristen said the same thing and she's in talks. And I think that Kristen and Jackson Brittany need it more financially. That's a valid point. Yes. You're, you're very, I was not thinking in those terms, but yeah, that's true. I just, I'm not sure. I mean, obviously I agree. Bravo is smart to at least try it and see where it goes. But I think as it unfolds, it'll be interesting to see who the additional cast members would be and kind of what the, what the premise would be even. And who goes where too, right? Like which show does Katie go on? Which show does Ariana go on? Because I know Ariana still lives in Valley Village and still hangs and like Lala, right? I feel like Lala would almost be more of a Valley Village because of, you know, where she is in terms of, you know, being so focused on her daughter. And I know she's really good friends with Jackson, Brittany. So I, that's where, where, where I'm trying to figure out is who goes where and how right. that all works. Or do people kind of float back and forth, which could be like a Craig, right? You know, like <laughs> between Summer House and- Like a thread between them. And again, you hear so many different versions. What I have heard most recently is that after this season, they'll all migrate to Valley Village and the original Vanderpump rules will be- like all people who work there, who knows? Maybe the Toms would be the thread. God help us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're all watching though. Who are we kidding? Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> Although I did before I started watching, or I stopped watching Vanderpump Rules for a season, maybe, and then I just happened to pick it up at the beginning of the season before Scandal because I was like, oh, this might be interesting with the Katie and Tom like splitting up and with the totally grownups same. back on again. Same. So I don't know if they take them off. I don't know what we have left for Vanderpump, the uh, original Vanderpump. I mean, I don't know if if we would be the audience, right? Like, true. Amanda and I have discussed it, like. Southern Hospitality was successful. They're filming their second season. Personally, because I'm a little bit older now, I didn't really feel a connection with them, although it was very entertaining. Um, So I just think maybe it would be a younger audience, which would be good for Bravo. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. When they go on a trip, you know, I want to see them staying at amazing hotels and going to amazing places. And like no knock on Southern Hospitality because – God knows I was in my 20s as well and did these kinds of trips. But, like, I don't really want to see the kind of trip where they go and, like, three people are sleeping on the couch. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> I don't. I want to see I – want, I want Capri. I want, like, Como. I want Aspen. Yes. I agree. <laughs> if, especially for the outfits on my end. <laughs> yeah. So, Lauren, exactly. we know you're a huge OC fan. Yes, I, they're my original. I feel like that is the first show I started covering. And back in the day, like when there weren't a lot of different blogs and people were bigger on Twitter and Facebook, Tamara shared a post they did about her. And it's like how I gained any traction at all and how the site launched. So I will always be grateful to Tamara and OC has a special place in my heart. I love that. I I said last week when we were talking about it, like, it just feels like we're coming home again. Like, it's nothing too crazy has happened. It's just like, it just feels like, I just feel happy, like watching the show again, especially with Tamara back Mm -hmm. on. And I don't know. I thought that this week's episode was awesome. I loved the showdown between Heather and Taylor. (laughs) I, I mean, you know, and I don't give Heather Dubrow a lot of breaks, but man, this week reminded me how good she is. I was, 
thinking, I'm like, she should be a lawyer. I was so scared for Taylor. I was like, all the points she was making, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, I would be terrified to be Taylor right now. And in this case, I don't think Heather was wrong. I mean, she was right about the protocol. Yes, Heather does have a way of speaking that can be a little condescending. So I do see Taylor's point, but you're on camera offering her a role where it's not your place to offer it. She knows nothing about the movie. She knows the context. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I don't think she said anything out and out rude. And then she went to lunch with Tamara and the two of them completely annihilated Heather's acting career. Yeah, I just think Taylor obviously felt like from her position, she was doing her a favor, doing something nice, you know, and to Heather, who was like, okay, well, I have an acting career. It just didn't come across the same way. I get it because like I was thinking about this with me, you know, I I have a marketing company and that would be like somebody coming and being like, oh, you know, I'm just going to give you this marketing client. Yeah. (laughs) They haven't met you. They don't know anything that you do. You haven't had a chance to really sit down and see if like you're right for them. But here you go. Like I was like, okay. Like I actually, Heather has been kind of grading on me a little bit this season. But I'm like, I see her point. She's got a really good point because like in my world, it wouldn't happen that way either. Right. Yeah. She definitely made her point. I feel like I'm like, is all even though Taylor said they're all good. I'm like, are they all good? I don't know about that. And the other thing that came out on last night's episode, which cocktailers knew about, was so we know that Taylor discusses we had made posts because we had a source who sent us like a lot of the stuff that is happening this season and some of it came true last night, Ooh. which was that Taylor brings up the fact that she's bisexual and she was in a relationship with a woman, we had posted that back in March. I mean, I was, you know, obviously it wasn't, we, so sometimes when we know things, Amanda, I think that we just think that everyone, <laughs> everyone knows it. So I wasn't shocked by it in that moment, but very interesting. It was interesting the way it just came up. <laughs> yes. The way it was, because you and I had been, yeah, we, we've, We've known this for a while, but the way that it was just like, oh, yeah, Taylor, you're bisexual, right? <laughs> like, was, and not only that, was she was so- in a five-year relationship, yes, which is very yes. different. Like, you know, listen, a lot of us, a lot of women have experimented and all that sort of stuff. I think it's very different if you, like, you know, fool around with girls or maybe date a little bit. Five years, I mean, like she said, there's marriages that don't last that long. Yeah, I was, I mean, I did not know ahead of time. And you're right, the way it came up was interesting. But, you know, and obviously more power to her. But I had no idea until she brought it up. So I hadn't seen any of the, you know, gossip or anything. So I was like, oh, that is a twist. Yes, that was a twist for sure for (laughs) the audience. But overall, I'm really enjoying OC. I, oh gosh, so... I don't, I'm sure you guys know about this by now. And I posted about it. Tamara, Vicky, and what the Shannon. Shannon did a Trace Amigas show. Yes. Did you guys see this? Yes, I saw. So, first of all, there's an Instagram account that's like requesting everybody. And it's the Trace Amigas, which I have to imagine one of the three of them made, probably Tamara, because she's the most like marketing savvy, right? It sounds like Shannon, though. So, because I listened to Two Teas in a Pod. It sounds like Shannon is the driving force behind this show. And because Tamara's been talking about how, like, you know, Shannon's made up the songs and figured out what they're wearing. And like, so I, I'm guessing maybe it's it's Shannon. Could be Shannon. What's funny is an inside source told me, and I didn't even post this, but because I had posted a bunch of stuff that I heard from the show, but Tamara and Shannon were arguing in the days leading up to the show, but they pulled it off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then you saw people that I saw on Twitter, which I hate to even go on Twitter because it's like a bigger cesspool than Reddit. Oh my gosh. So Um, bad. So bad. But people were like, wait, are they like mimicking Latinas? Like, so like, I don't know how like politically correct the whole show is, which, okay, you have that. And then the funniest part, and I don't know if you guys saw this, Amanda, you probably did, but on two T's in a pod, Teddy was like, for those of you asking, the reason that I can't go support 
Tamara is because Vicky has banned me from attending the show. <laughs> I saw that too. What? What? Vicky is just ultimate petty. <laughs> ultimate petty. <laughs> How does that even work? I'm like, what? And then apparently Vicky got explicit about sex. I just. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. She said that her. Her current boyfriend asks if they can take a day off sex, and she says no. And <laughs> he was in the audience. I sort of feel like Tamara is looking at, and you know what? I would do the absolute same thing. I am not knocking it. I'm a hustler myself. Yeah. Tamara is sitting there, and she's like, okay, I have this second chance, right? Now, I did this podcast. It's been uber successful. And now she's looking at everything other housewives in other cities do. And she's like, you know, let's take a look at New York. We got Sonia. We got Luann. They make some money off their cabaret shows. We have Paige doing live shows. We have Stassi doing a show. Let's do a show. Like, so I just feel at this point, Tamara's like, I'm not locked down to cut fitness anymore. Yeah. I'm back on the show. I have the platform. I am going to throw my net out and whatever I grab, I'm dragging it home, putting it in my bank account. I mean, I would 100% go to that show same. if so it I. came to my town. 100%. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I, I don't think it was like a big place. So I totally think that they probably were doing shots of tequila and after the show, hanging out with everybody. Mm-hmm. Probably yelling at people. Oh, and <laughs> then at the show, <laughs> Shannon, a follower made it sound like Shannon confirmed tequila, but actually it's like a book with like different recipes involving tequila or so, I don't know. They're coming out with another product. Listen, get it while the getting's good, I guess, right? Yeah, I agree. Do it, do it while you can. Not that anybody's going anywhere, but exactly. I feel like they might as well. It's a great place to launch products and gain exposure. So, you know, more power to them. And Lauren, let's wrap up on Beverly Hills. I know you're a big Beverly Hills fan. How are you feeling about this upcoming season, the loss of Rena, the loss of Kathy? We learned this week that Kathy and Kyle made up at Kim Richards' daughter's wedding. And Kathy actually, at Kimosabi, apologized to Kyle, saying it wasn't her fault and... It appears all is forgiven. What are your thoughts on that? I think we needed a camera on that, but I am happy for them on a personal level that, you know, with Kathy not coming back to the show, the, their relationship hopefully will be better. You know, she was good TV though. So I think that we will miss her. Rinna, I do think she took it a little far, but I sometimes feel like, you know, she's a little bit like a Tamara where what's going to happen in Beverly Hills if she's not there causing trouble? So I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure what they have next season. I'm going to love it regardless, but I just don't know where we're going with it. Well, one thing we know that they have is apparently somebody repeats speculation that something's going on with Kyle and Mauricio's marriage. I don't know if Kyle's doing a PR play. Okay. I don't know if they're really going through it, but I mean, anyone with two eyes and any sense of literacy can see the posts and realize that they're very different than how she used to post. I mean, if you look at her Father's Day post from last year, it was like, to my love of my life, my partner through life, I love you. You're the best father. And this year it was like, Mauricio, you're the number one dad. The children would agree. Good vibes only. <laughs> Right? I have seen things about this and I hope it's not true. That would make me very sad. Me too. Same. I agree. And I am right there with you. Like I I think we're gonna miss Lisa Renna. I enjoy her. I love following her. I think she's hilarious. I definitely think she had a rough season this last season, but she's another one too. Like her fashion looks, I am like, I am always you know, it, like sometimes they're like way over the top, but I kind of love her for mm -hmm. that. She's always got great shades too. Like her sunglasses yes. are some of my favorite always, but I think we're going to miss her. And I'm wondering if anybody kind of would set, like step into the stir the pot kind of role. I'm like, is it going to be Sutton? Is it like, who's it going to be? That's what I can't figure out. I mean, I've been, you know, she is so, and I feel like to Rinna, it's 
a game. She's an actress. Like she knows she is trying to make good TV. And I don't know who that person will be. I think it's going to be a calmer season. I personally thought from the day I heard she wouldn't be back that it's a pause. And I absolutely think she'll be back. Yeah, agree. One last question. I know I said we'd end on Beverly Hills. Are you excited for the new Roni reboot? You know, I am not super read up on it, but I think the women look fabulous and fashionable. I love New York. I'm jealous you live there. I, I'm i going to give it a try, obviously, and I'm hoping for the best. I think they look super fashionable. Yeah. As a matter of fact, some of the questions I got for you was, where does this one have? And I'll tag you in those in the next couple of days, oh, some of those. You. and And you can answer, like, apparently Bryn did an interview where, I mean, the women are... And they're all like, they all have a different style. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that part will be good for us and interesting. And I'm excited to meet some new housewives. That's for sure. One of my friends actually shared with me that she knows Sai. And what she said without like giving away the relationship, what she said to me was for all the people saying like, oh, Sai's a bitch. They're like, she's not a bitch. She's just born and raised in New York City. And she just tells it like it is. She doesn't sugarcoat stuff. I'm excited. I love that. I think it'll be good. I think, and we're not going to cover this now. I think we'll probably do it on the cocktail pod, but I think it's so timely with the, and just like that reboot, not the Sex and the City reboot, second season, and just like that. The ladies are going to be hysterical on their trip, the OG ladies, but I'm good with new women in our city. I think there's room for old and new. I don't mean age. I mean, yeah. no. And then- Pre-existing. And new. that's a show when we were talking about other shows that I watch for the fashion, obviously, and just like that is another one. But yes, very timely. So we know Patricia Field isn't doing the fashion, although Kim Cattrall got her to do hers specifically for her cameo. Do we know who's who's styling the women for this for and just like that? You know, this is terrible. I follow an Instagram account that is that gives all the information on all the styling and costuming, and I don't even know. I couldn't tell you. I should know that, but I don't. Charlotte's style reminds me a little bit of Tinsley's. I know it's different, but in that I love it, but it wouldn't suit me. Yeah, very feminine and sophisticated in a, in a way too. I agree. And talk about like ultimate fashion moment, not to give too much away. And you guys have probably all seen this all over Instagram again, but Carrie pulling out the dress and then like, and she says it, and that's how I repurpose my pain and like, but making it new again with that beautiful cape, like, such a full circle. I'm like saying to myself, what's she going to do? And then I'm saying to myself, oh, come on. It's Carrie Bradshaw. She has a million things in her closet. But I have to admit, it didn't cross my mind until she had that look on her face and she ran in and grabbed the box. I was like, oh my God, she's putting on her wedding dress. I know. It gave me chills. It did. It was, I could not picture that's how that was going to end. (laughs) I was very nervous. So it it worked out. For the people who aren't into this season, I get it. And I myself am guilty. And it's one of the reasons I watch reality television. I feel like life at times can be so heavy that when I have an hour to myself, I just want to zone out and I don't want to feel too many feels. And this is a show that you really have to like watch knowing that you could potentially cry the whole episode. But I think because I'm just invested in the characters for so many years, I'm willing to do that. Right. And I get that other people aren't. Like other people are kind of like, they should have just left it alone. I feel like it just feels like having old friends around. I feel the same way. I'm not too picky about it. I'm just happy it's there. You know, I I know a lot of people are critical, but I'm just, I'm happy it's on. I totally agree. Lauren, it was so wonderful having you on. Cocktailers, please make sure to follow her at at bigblondehair. And she's got all the fashion. So if you see something and you like it, so the followers, they can send you DMs and be like, Lauren, where do I find the sweater that Kyle wore? Absolutely. DMs. You can subscribe to our website, Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook. I've been forced into TikTok, (laughs) which I'm working on. Yes. All over the place. Yeah, please send us and your messages. Yes, bigblondehair.com is the blog. Um, if you're old school and you like a blog, which actually so many people do. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. This was so much fun. We and loved it. Cocktailers, till next time. Mm-hmm.
you guys so much for listening. Just want to ask you guys a favor, just getting kicked off. So many people have been asking us to do this podcast. So please do subscribe. And if you've subscribed, go to your podcast app and hit those three little dots to share with your friends, but only friends who like good tea because the ones who don't care about tea, then like forget them. And don't forget, find us on Instagram at Bravo and cocktails underscore and check out the website because some great tea gets put there daily that would get us kicked off of Instagram. (laughs) So thanks for listening, everybody. Bye guys. See you next time.